0: I'm Eileen Murray from New York Gridlock Ultimate.
1: And I'm Lindsay Sue from Raleigh Radiance Ultimate.
0: This poll podcast is brought to you by Throw Pink. Throw Pink is a collection of disc golf events across the country with the purpose of encouraging women and girls to get out and be more physically active. The program was established to make a difference for women's health initiatives, specifically breast cancer. Since its establishment in 2013, they have evolved to run tournaments and disc golf promotions for all aspects of women's health and encouragement through physical activity. All right. Well, good to see you, Sue. Good to see you Thank too, Eileen. Joining me tonight on this podcast. Happy to be here. So we. This is pretty exciting. The final weeks of our inaugural season. Um, There's been a lot of hype. I'm really excited about all of the new highlights that are coming out and all the sharing that's happening and all the buzz around the, the league itself. Um, So I know that you have your final game this coming weekend against the torch. Uh, And I was wondering if you talk a little bit about how you're preparing for that game, what you're anticipating, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. uh, It's been totally a whirlwind uh, this whole season. It feels like it's, gone really fast. Uh we had a travel weekend last weekend and it was really fun, but you know, we've had a lot of craziness packed into a very short amount of time. Uh but that's right, we've got uh the Torch are coming to play us uh in Raleigh uh this coming weekend. And we've on behind the scenes we've been trying to get through all sorts of logistical things. We were a little sad because we were hoping to have um, a, this new stadium finished by the time our last home game, game home game came around but it wasn't quite ready so we had to pick a backup field um but it things are going together pretty well and uh, everyone seems really excited um you know we've had practice and are trying to refine all of our systems and um be really ready for this last regular season game because you know even though it's most likely that we make it we still got to bring our a game make sure we lock in our uh championship weekend
0: yeah that's super exciting oh i'm I'm bummed about your stadium I, I remember talking to you early in the season and i was looking forward to that but next season hopefully you'll be able to have all your games there so that'll be great
1: oh yeah it'd be great to have a home stadium instead of just having to bounce around <laughs> to different places <laughs> yeah
0: i know what that's like um so you just mentioned that you had your road trip last weekend we had one as well uh maybe we can swap some stories there so i know that for our our road trip it was one flight one location one game we actually went the evening before and then flew back sunday morning so it felt luxurious
1: but (laughs) looking at your road trip it looked pretty intense So i was wondering if you talk a little bit about that yeah, so we had two games in one weekend, which, you know, was is great in one way because then we didn't have to, you know, take multiple weekends because everyone's busy and it's also hard to take road trips and be away from home. Um, so we drove up to Columbus from Raleigh on Saturday morning, uh, got up at about, left at about 6.15 uh, in the morning, uh, got there around two we left a little early just in case there's traffic and we got there pretty early hung out at a lovely park in columbus and um played some board games and things like that or card games and then went over to their stadium which is absolutely lovely by the way it was um this very cool new looking stadium uh like the outside part of it was made up of old shipping containers uh, or at least that's what it looked like and the locker rooms were fantastic they had Showers and everything, like it was all really great. Um, Columbus has got a sweet uh, thing going on up there, and it seems like the the stadium itself, they have a good relationship with them, and they've liked hosting them. So hopefully, they can continue that in the next year as well. Um, but yeah, and we had a great game uh, against them. Uh, I love playing under the lights; it's always really fun uh, to not have to play in the heat of the day and yeah. uh to yeah get get to be out there at just just a totally different time than you're used to playing at uh you know normally we play either during the day in practice or just morning till like 4 p.m at a tournament and you're dead afterwards but um it was really nice uh, experience uh getting to play under the lights again um and then right afterwards we Quickly scarfed down some pizza and then drove three hours to Indiana um, to kind of like between Indiana and Missouri. I think I can't even remember anymore. It's all blurring together. We were only there for like a couple hours, um, and we got to stay the night there. And then there was another kind of hiccup in Nashville where it was supposed to storm, so we ended up moving our game indoors. But lucky for us, that meant that we moved it back, the game back an hour and a half. And so we got to sleep in an extra hour and a half, but then had to drive three more hours to Nashville and then played our game. And it was great. Uh, Nashville was also really great. Uh, Played indoors um, and got some good highlights out of that. Uh, It was a fun game. And then we drove immediately after that, 10 hours back to Raleigh. (laughs) got home at about 2.30 a.m. Had to deal with a wonky time change from central to eastern, but uh, it was a really fun time. How was the work the next day? <laughs> it was <you> know, very <laughs> tough, <laughs> I'll oh tell you that. Goodness. Um, yeah, it, it was hard. It's also just funny to you know, people ask you how your weekend was, and I just never really know exactly how to explain what I did, uh, <laughs> or why I did it, but um. I was pretty tired the next day but I I finally caught up on some sleep. That's
0: That's amazing. So that's really um, interesting that they were able to get the indoor space so quickly. That's that's pretty impressive that they were able to do it and also lucky for you because you got to sleep in a little bit. Um, Do you prefer the indoor versus outdoor? Like what did you like better?
1: Well it was definitely different because Columbus there's a bit of uh kind of a diagonal wind going on so we definitely had to adjust the way we were playing a little bit to handle the wind but in- indoors was totally opposite obviously because no wind at all and the game was moving really fast because of that um Nashville is a really fast team and they were definitely doing great especially in the first half moving quickly and our defense was having a tough time uh to stop them with their quick movement um so it's hard because uh in one way it's fun because you can kind of put the disc wherever you want uh because there's no wind to stop you or you don't really have to think about it too much but at the same time the other team has that same advantage so uh it you just have to play even harder on defense so i like it i like it i like i like it and i don't like it at the same time
0: yeah (laughs) And I'm sure I'm, I mean, I guess I would assume that certain people thrive a bit more in the indoor space. Like I'm thinking about right now, my own players and thinking about who would thrive in the indoor space. And it's that the little quick, you know, quick movement kind of folks who can just separate immediately and then they're Mm -hmm. gone.
1: Right. Yeah. Nashville had a ton of those players, some really, really quick people. Um, And, you know, we, we have some crafty throwers as well, and so they got to uh, experiment a little bit and uh, pull out some of those fun throws that you know you might holster in the wind, but in the indoor space, you don't even have to worry about it. So it was definitely a fun matchup, and uh, we got to push each other in that way.
0: That's great. Um, do you normally play? I mean, we play a, a bunch of indoor up here in the north, especially you know, the winter and stuff. Did you mm-hmm. get that, that opportunity very much?
1: Yeah, I we we definitely don't not nearly as much. Uh we're lucky that we do have some indoor spaces with turf. I know some places only have indoor basketball courts, so that's really hard for more northern places in the winter. But we in the triangle we have uh indoor winter league, so yeah. but it's only uh, a 5v5, so it's on a smaller field, but it is fun to get to uh kind of change up the way that you play and um play with new people and new strategies and things like that. So we have a little bit of experience, but definitely not any full 7v7 team experience, uh, especially right now when it's, you know, pretty hot outside for us. So we don't really have any need to uh, go inside. Right. probably just Even though it aware. might not feel nice <laughs> to get to play inside. We, at some point um,
0: before the weekend, there was talk I don't know how serious it was, but there was talk about us playing our game indoors, but the mm-hmm. only space they could get would be small. So we were thinking we'd play like four on four or five five <laughs> on five, but magically it was just storming the entire day and magically it just stopped for our game. It, it was, I couldn't wow. even believe it. We were all just perping ourselves for some terribleness and it happened to be, it just wound up being a beautiful night. We were so lucky.
1: That's great. Did you have any strategies for if you had to play that, like, small field game? <laughs> well, so I was, I started really thinking about the different
0: groups of people I'd put on, and it would probably be different than my normal lines, because, like I said, people have experience playing indoors up here. And so I was thinking mm-hmm. about, you know, who plays leagues together, who normally is doing mini together at different places. So it definitely would have changed my lines. But I'm not sure. I mean, thankfully it didn't happen because it would have changed everything. But that was pretty funny. So um I'm really curious. So I know that, you know, we had two road trips, one to you and then one to Atlanta. And I felt like as an organization, we just learned a ton. From our first road trip in terms of how to take care of the athletes, the kind of things we need to prepare for, et cetera, et cetera. And so I felt like our second road trip was much more successful. I'm wondering if you what you learned on your road trip in terms of the successes and the challenges and,
1: and how you might do it differently. There were definitely some ups and downs. Um we all definitely on Sunday and definitely on Monday were feeling really tight having trouble with i think cumulatively we did about 22 hours in the car yeah so that's it. and we also went straight from playing to jumping in the car so we didn't have a whole lot of time to take care of our bodies in the way that we would have wanted to normally so if possible in the future we'll definitely try to split up the driving a little bit more i'm not sure exactly that how that will happen but we'll definitely need a little bit more rest and recuperation and stretching and icing to get to happen uh, after the games before we have to go sit and constrict our hamstrings for several hours. So that that's a big one. We was good that we were able to save money by only having one night of hotels, but at the same time, it made for two really long days as well. I don't, I don't know if that'll be a thing that we change, but we probably, we did get to Columbus really early. So we might, uh, now that we know kind of what kind of hiccups might happen in the way we might not have to add that much extra padding time beforehand. Um, but I think overall, um, as, Just as a player myself, I thought that the leadership did a really great job of planning and organizing, making sure that we had an itinerary. We have uh, Becky Widmeyer is just a fantastic with an itinerary. So everything was planned out to a T, which was wonderful. So the players didn't have to think about it at all. We just got in the vans and people knew where we were going. Um, And we also we, we learned from when other teams came to visit us how best, like how the communication should go and what you need to talk about with the teams. And I think the Columbus, Columbus and Nashville also learned that and were able to communicate with us really well to figure out what kind of things that were available to us and how best to help us have a smooth trip, which we really appreciated it as well.
0: Yeah, this has been such a great learning um, season for everybody. Figuring out, I mean, you know, from our first home gra- game hosting Indianapolis, you know, to our last home game, I, I think we also improved because we got that feedback from folks about what they we could have done better or what might have been missing and things like that. So, you know, ne- you know, next season, the seasons to come, we'll just get
1: better and better. Absolutely, it's and it's also you know, we were just winging it at first, we were like, okay, people are going to come and we're just going to kind of see what happens. We'll give you the best information we can, but there's so many little things that you don't even think about or that you have to plan for and account for that requires so much communication and, um, delegation and everything that you would never think about until you've just kind of jumped in and done it. So I'm glad that we have learned from that. Yeah.
0: So I want to shift a little bit to looking towards playoff weekend. So, you know, for people who read the league news this past week, they kind of laid out in terms of what could possibly happen. And there's a small statistical chance that that you would not be at playoff weekend, but. You know, assuming that things happen as everybody thinks they are going to happen, we will be there together. Um, It's looking like Revolution will be one, you'll be two, we'll be three, and Atlanta soul will be four, which would put us in the semis together probably at the early game. So the early game, I think, starts at 6 or 6.30, and the late game starts at 8, I guess. Um, And so I don't know about you, but I'm super excited about a rematch, mostly because I don't think we gave you our best game And so I'm really excited to have a more competitive game against y'all for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. It'll be interesting because, you know, it's not a home game for us. It's not a home game for you. We get to meet in neutral territory basically, which is pretty exciting uh, because as we've seen throughout the season, you know, and in other sports as well, travel really does affect teams and like home field advantage is a real thing. So um, now we'll be in a neutral space, which is exciting. Uh, Yeah. we, we, the last game was really, really hot, I remember most vividly. Um, it was really tough to be out there for everyone. And um, definitely having that home field advantage was really helpful for us. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. You know, obviously, we're going to try to come out hard and uh, defend our victory against you, but I know that you'll be uh, coming in hot as well.
0: Well, I'm really excited because I think we. Our teams, I think, match up really well, right, in terms mm-hmm. of speed, athleticism, um, skill level, and things like that. So, you know, obviously, we're going to be playing to win, but I personally, I just want us to be playing to 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 have the best game we can possibly have. And mm-hmm. um, I'm specifically excited to see a rematch of um, Lindsay McKenna and uh, Fagan.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, I think one of our commentators said that that's the most blonde matchup that they've seen. which is probably true. Um, Yeah, no, those, I, one thing I really love about your team, which is really cool, um, which is the case for some teams, but not everyone is that your team is a lot of mishmash between other club teams. So it's kind of a whole new thing that we don't see. uh, We don't get to see in the club season, which is one of the awesome things about the professional league. Uh, Whereas, Raleigh is mostly um, Phoenix and a couple players that are on other mixed teams. Um, So, I mean, I've loved getting to, I mean, I loved getting to play against some of your players. Uh, You have really awesome talent on there. Um, And I'm sure, you know, we were talking about logistics coming together. Definitely, I'm sure your like play has come together a little bit more, developed more chemistry amongst these people who've never played before. So, we're 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 not going to be you know complacent. We're not going to be on our heels when you come at us because we know you'll probably have something else up your sleeve.
0: Right? Yes, I know. I, I'm I'm glad we're meeting on neutral territory, <laughs> and I'm glad the game is later at night. So hopefully, it won't be it won't be that bad. Oh
1: yeah. Can you think nice. of any
0: other matchups you'd be excited to see, or is there anyone in particular that that you would like to match up against?
1: Mm, okay, well, I can tell you who I don't want to match up against me um, <laughs> as I play on the O line. Um, let's see. Um, I, Cassie Wong, is somebody who I've just like looked up to for years, and I think she's absolutely fantastic. I think she played some O and D for y'all. I'm not sure if she, if how exactly you will set your lines, but. Um, she, she is, you know, impossible to guard and so fast and so smart. So, you know, I hope I don't have to see her too much on the field. Um, uh, uh Amy Jo is, uh, one of my old teammates from last season. She's an incredible defender. Um, uh, I have, I had a fun, so much fun playing with her and it was so weird to play against her. Um, and, uh, but she's, you know, really great. And I think she definitely got the better of some of our players sometimes, but, um, we're, Going to try to be smart uh, (laughs) on offense and not let that happen again. Um, But, but yeah, and we'll definitely be looking to match up smart on defense. Probably I'm I'm not going to give away any of our secrets, but um, throw a little bit of person, a little bit of different zones, things like that, try to keep you on your toes. I think that's great, too. I mean, like
0: you said, developing over the season. I know you you, you said most of your players are on Phoenix, but still – you know, this game is slightly different. The timing is slightly different. The field is a slightly different size. And so it's been really exciting to see how, how teams have developed and adapted to this slightly different model of play. Um, and it's been really exciting to see, to see your team and, and the game that you put on against revolution was great. Uh, that was so exciting. I was, you know, really cheering for a good game. I mean, mostly, I'm just cheering for good games, but that was, that was really exciting. So, You know, I'm sure whoever comes out on top is going to be able to give Revolution a really good game. And um, I'm really excited to see what could possibly happen there.
1: Yeah, it's funny you said about the game being different, um, which it's it's weird because most of the rules are exactly the same, but then there's the timing aspect, which is just has totally thrown us off. And I think that we have of all of our quarters so far, we have only successfully like, scored out of one of them <laughs> Yeah. and that was in the Nashville game. Um, but we've all oh, like somehow, whenever the like quarters happen, we've, I'm not sure if it was, it's just this subconscious like confusion or like panic or something like that, but we always end up kind of miscuing or turning it over or making a mistake to not be able to, uh, complete that like, um, extra advantage after the end of the quarter. Um, but we were finally able to make it happen on the buzzer beater at Nashville, which was pretty fun. But um, hopefully, by the time the uh, this weekend comes and the, hopefully the championship as well, we'll we'll kind of have that strategy down.
0: Yeah, I felt like this past weekend was the first time where we got we got it. So in the you know the first, second, and third, obviously you play out the possession, and it was the first time this season that I felt we did it well. And we got two out of the three quarters last possession, which was. So amazing. Um, we thankfully were already ahead by the end of the fourth, so we didn't have to do a buzzer beater. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that I'm not a fan of those. So that yeah. actually <laughs> made me happy. But it's, it's a hard thing to think about it to do. You, you know, you just have to be patient and work it in. And I think people get antsy and they're like, well, the time's up. And I know people sometimes might you know, think they have to throw it too quickly or things like that. It's a it's a real test in patience. hmm.
1: Absolutely. Well, I'm glad it worked out for y'all and I have hope that we will figure it out as well.
0: Yeah. Um, So I did want to mention um, that we for the uh, league itself, um, VC and the league are together doing a fundraiser this month for Pride Month where we have the hoodies and some tank tops with a modified logo and all of the proceeds are going to local organizations in uh, the eight cities. And I know that in New York, we've started discussions about, you know, who we want to donate our money to, but we haven't actually decided yet. I was wondering if, if y'all had figured out what you're going to be doing with your donation.
1: Yeah, we haven't figured that out yet either. Um, There's been discussion as well, but there are a lot of different organizations and it's hard. We had a talk about this in the with the PUL board and everything about whether it was better to send the money to like a bigger national organization or do these local organizations, which I think it's great that we get to go to a local organization because it builds relationships between the team and um, other like the city as well, but it is hard to pick one. So yeah. we haven't, we haven't been able to find one yet that we, I mean, there are a lot of great ones, but we're we're trying to figure out which one we think will be best for us to support.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's where we're at, too, at this point. I mean, you kind of want to be able to reach out to a a ton, but (laughs) 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 we're just we're
1: going to choose one. Right. Did you you have any, like, fun things that you did on your road trip? Were there any, like, fun bonding moments or anything? Uh, Yeah. So...
0: What what was really interesting um, was that we did we went up on Friday we went down on Friday evening and part of the reason for doing that was just lesson learned from the trip to y'all but also on Saturday um, around lunchtime from like 11 to 1:30 we had an inter- intersectionality forum with the Atlanta Soul that was led by Sinead Crawford who is also mm-hmm. spearheading the Color of Ultimate game that's happening next weekend in Atlanta. And it was just an amazing opportunity for us to get together with opponents and talk about all of those spaces in between our identities and think about how they impact our lives, um, both inside Ultimate and outside of Ultimate. And I thought it was a really valuable experience for the players and a a, a chance for us to get to know our opponents in a way that we wouldn't get to know them otherwise mm-hmm. and i do think it made the game great too I mean I, I know specifically at one point lindsay McKenna did get a d on Sinead Crawford and watching the replay they were you know had a nice moment after that you know Sinead, i think said something and they kind of smiled at each other and so really just enjoy those kind of bonding moments but then also knowing that, you know that we're really living out our mission and we're really intentionally trying to do things that educate ourselves um first and foremost so that we can then open up the community more and to try to work harder at being in a more inclusive space so that was really great i thought that was that was just wonderful and i'm hoping that we can figure out ways to do that in future uh seasons for sure
1: yeah, absolutely. That's awesome that y'all got to talk to them about that. I've been really excited about this color of ultimate game um that has been promoted. Two of my teammates are getting to play this weekend. And they're two people that didn't go to huge colleges. Um, so they haven't had a whole lot of representation uh in the ultimate media yet. So I'm really excited to see them play because they're both awesome players. And um Yeah, I just really, I think that it was an awesome idea and I almost can't believe that we haven't done it before, um, which, um, and I just hope that it goes well and I'm really excited to watch and hope that, like you said, like we keep finding ways to, to like have these conversations and, um, uh, get to like talk about identity and diversity and all sorts of things.
0: I know. I wish I could go.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We have practice, but we'll be, we'll be watching. (laughs) Yeah that's
0: awesome all right well um i hear my child up right past (laughs) his bedtime so i think i'm gonna have to go hustle him to bed (laughs) sounds
1: good (laughs) soon i need to hustle myself to bed (laughs) right 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 (laughs) well
0: thanks so much i really appreciate it it's nice to to just hear the different experiences that people have and and thinking about the league moving forward and all the things that we're learning. And it's also really exciting to think that we'll get to play again in a couple of weeks.
1: (laughs) I think it'll be a great game. Thanks so much, we appreciate it. Yeah, thanks Eileen.